BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Aloha. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining us. Episode number 421 of the show. We really appreciate you listening. You should go, if you're a fan of the movie Remo Williams, you should go back and listen to a couple episodes ago. I think it was like 419 or 418. It's a pretty good one. If you love the movie Remo Williams... I feel like a lot of people do and they forget about it. So do that because occasionally we review movies here. <clears throat> if you're not already, we'll get to this in a minute. The uh, We have bonus content that we do here every week. If you would like to get a little extra bang for your buck, you give us five bucks a month and you subscribe to our bonus content via the link on your on the show notes of whatever app you're listening to the show on. You can also go to theballerlifestyle.com and click the link at the top of the page. There's a lot more to hear there. And don't listen to the haters because they're wrong. Uh, additionally, you can reach out to the show. You can send us an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can call us, as many of you do. Somebody's been conspicuously absent lately. I think we might have hurt his feelings. 949-464-8257. TBLS is the phone number. We appreciate everybody that reaches out. It's really sort of the backbone of the show. It's, you know, it breaks things up. It gives us, it makes us pivot off what we normally talk about to what you guys want to talk about, which is always fun. I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. Um, I received from like five different people today um, the link to a story about, excuse me, uh, a French uh, soccer player that was kicked off the team for excessive farts and laughter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A guy named Marcelo, and he was booted from Lyon, which is like a real team. Like, that's in the league. Uh. Um, right. But that's there. That's like one of the real teams. But the first thing that should, you should always know when these these situations happen is he was of no use to the team. Of course, ta- tactically, of course. That's, like you'll put up with all kinds of shit. Remember, yeah. like the Albert slash Joey Bell days, where he was just like constantly causing trouble. But he's he the would best hitter in the league. 
Yeah. But he, he had like 160 RBIs, so you're like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna yeah. put up. He's colorful. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like uh, it's like what's his name? It's like in Bull Durham when he talks about the the mold on his shower shoes. When yes. you get when you get to the big leagues, you can be eccentric, but here you're just disgusting or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's true. Well, this is this is look, athletes they're big children. So this is this is no surprise, you know, it's like, but it must honestly like because these guys are gross, like they're busting it left and right. If if this guy, this guy had to be exceptionally stinky. Well, I think for the, I, I read that it was after a loss early in the season. Yeah. And because it came out in like, like he was released in August or something like that. Oh, and it's then, just coming out now. Yeah. And so they like lost an early season game yeah. and everybody's supposed to be dejected and he's farting and laughing. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. This guy stinks anyway. He's, he's washed up. He's, yeah. he, I think he was like 35, 36. Like, yeah, it's, it's time to get rid of the, the farting laughing guy. Yeah. This is, well, it's like Yasiel Puig, you know, he's a pretty good player. But then when he's, you know, when he's hitting 200, it becomes a big deal that he, he doesn't wash his hands when he comes out of the stall in the clubhouse. Yeah. You know, but before they right. could overlook that because he's throwing guys out from the warning track every game. But after a while, you know, that, that, that gets old. If you're not carrying the team, you know, they, they're over that stuff. It is they could have released him without, you know, without adding the detail about his excessive gas. But like, if no one, he- if he got that. if he got released uh months ago seven eight months ago whatever it was um then maybe it was like a leak like somebody else yeah right yeah, august of 2021 yeah that was quite a while ago so somebody was like you know what they said inappropriate behavior and then uh i guess after some digging well much it's gotta yeah. get old you know like Right, he's probably known as the farting laughing guy. Like, it's not a good thing to be known by. And especially, you know, if he's doing that on the bus in in closed quarters. It's one thing on the pitch because it's wide open on the pitch. You don't have to worry about that much out there, you know. But it's you're in an enclosed. You you're coming off a loss. You got you got to bus it back to Nice for a couple hours. You know, it's like, hey, like this is you know, have some respect here. Alphonse, <laughs> I think Mar- Marcelo, maybe Marcelo, Marcelo. Either yeah. way, he's Brazilian, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean they they have fun, but yeah. they're kind of feral too. Yeah, they Brazilian. are. They're yeah, they're a little wild. He'll, he's going to have to go back to you know where this a South American league where they tolerate that a little right. bit more. Right. So, yeah. Not no, people him. were sending me that too. I saw it. <laughs> Um, did you so Ed? Remember we gave away my my wedding crystal? Yes, Comic which, Sans, which is like yeah, Comic Sans, which was very it was high end. It was a high end item. Yeah, it was engraved. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know people don't like that we've been talking about this too much, <laughs> but it was a high end item, and almost nobody participated in the thing. Yeah. And so then, then last week I'm like, hey, um, if this is you the bum one. Yeah, the first person to leave a review gets the bottle of bum wine that uh, that my girlfriend's nanny gave her for Christmas, and a whole bunch of people left reviews like right away. So, congrats, congratulations to Fado's old friend Fado's who gave us five stars, 
and said, still the best hour plus I spend every week. Brian and Ed have only gotten better over the years. I've been a listener since the beginning and still look forward to the show dropping every Wednesday morning. The show is always funny, crass, irreverent, and on occasion, thoughtful fidos. Send me your send me an address and I will autograph this bottle of bum wine. Bum wine. Stella Rosa something. <laughs> and I will and I will pack it very carefully so it doesn't break. And I'll send it to you and you can display it in your home as a as an heirloom for your yeah. children. Keepsake. Um, yeah. And then for all that missed out on that, that lovely prize, remember right. there's, a, there's a t-shirt for yeah. the first song submission. Yeah. Maybe I didn't look, I didn't look really at the voicemails, but maybe there's one in the voicemail. But if you first person to submit a song, preferably for our sports yeah. segment of the show, something to do with sports. So we can intro when we talk about sports here. If you do that, if you, um, if you record a song, Ed will send you the, the get in we're doing butt stuff shirt that he that would that sure. showed up at his house anonymously yeah like you don't put a note with that i mean somebody it's out insane. there it's no. it's gotta be it's gotta be one of the listeners that i i gave the address for some other product over time because yeah. i don't yeah. my friends would want credit for that yeah because people have sent us stuff over the years and so yeah. we've given out our addresses to have things shipped. So, you know, it's problem is it's been so many years. It would be hard to do the whole process of elimination thing to see who it might've been. Cause we've done, we, you know, we've definitely had many things sent to us over the years, but I, you figure somebody would want credit for that. It, it gave me a laugh, but at the yeah. same time it was confusing. I was like, but there's no note. There's nothing. It just no. not even like, the the receipt of the company that it came from it's just it was just a t-shirt and like a a cardboard envelope type thing it didn't come it didn't like wasn't directly you know how you order something from amazon to someone else like like these guys that send us um pierce and salted nut rolls like super lee the hero super lee yeah he just orders them on amazon and i feel kind of stupid because i'm like oh send me those because i think you could only get them in minnesota and then he's like like, here they go minnesota amazon yeah, yeah. He's like, here you go. And it's just like an Amazon link. And I'm like, oh, I, I could have done I know. that I myself. Feel like a real, I feel like a real ass when that happened. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was, you know, I thought it was like Rainier Ale. Like you could only, you could only get it yeah. if you're in the area, but yeah, apparently not. So, but, but, but it was, it was sent directly is what you're saying. Sure. It was, it, yeah. but I, I don't, I don't think anything stood out about the return address. If there was one, yeah. it, it was just a t-shirt came no, out of nowhere. No, it's, it's, it's almost like a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would be a little like, I'm like, Hey, is somebody, is somebody watching me? You know how like in mob movies and stuff, they show somebody like a potential witness. They show yeah. how they can get to you. Yeah. It's the same. Like that's, yeah. that's somebody like letting me know. Yeah. That's what it is. We're watching you. I had this, I had this greasy teen like across the street Mm. And I came home one day and he was like in his backyard, but the, the fence is kind of low and he was leaning against his own house and he was like looking directly at my house. And I'm like, like in a deliverance kind of way, a little bit, but he, but it was kind of <laughs> like, there's, there's like a green belt next to my house that like goes, that like takes you to like a little trail. So he was kind of like 
gazing off in the distance. So he could, he had some plausible deniability as to whether or not he was looking at my house. Then a couple weeks ago, I'm home early for some reason when, and I'm sitting up upstairs. It's just, just Shay and I are at home. We're sitting in the bedroom, just talking. I just gotten home and randomly there's a knock on the door and she goes down and answers the door and she opens the door and it's the fuck the same greasy teen. And he's like, Hey, did any, he, he goes, Hey, did anybody lose their, um, AirPods? Cause I found these AirPods and he's just like offering them up like in case we lost them. And I'm like, no, that's, that's a total, he's coming over here to do murder. Yeah. I mean, I know that that used to be a thing yeah. like, Hey, that's the doorbell, but that's no longer a thing. No one does that. No, no stopping no. by. You, you, you know what you do? You post to next door where you go, Hey, did anybody lose the, um, these iPod AirPods? And then the first five comments are like, well, if Biden wouldn't have, wouldn't have, uh, an open door <laughs> border policy, maybe an illegal alien wouldn't have stolen your iPod. And it's like, no, I'm just like, did anybody lose these? But yeah, we do that. We do that virtually now. We don't do it in person. So I was thinking no. he was coming over here to do to do the R word to the females of my family or to or to just kill us. But I was right. home, so he so he had second thoughts. Luckily, he's since moved. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so he's stalking someone else in his new neighborhood, I assume. But he was That's that's the new neighborhood's problem now. That's yeah, not that's not my issue. Well, I mean I could post about it on next door maybe, but the problem is people would respond to me if I did that. So that's, you know, I don't want to hear about the, about the homeless and the, and the, and the open door border policy and stuff. I just want to let people know there's a greasy teen that drives a suburban with a Steelers sticker on it that might be looking to do murder and he'll come to your door pretending to have found some iPods, I AirPods, AirPods. As 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 we've discussed, like political discourse is not what we do or want to do. But I had a a, a friend who's who's I'd say more conservative than he thinks he is. Yeah, try to send me like, oh, check out this op ed about somebody uh, disparaging George Washington. I was like, you know what? This is not the week that I'm going to debate a fucking op ed, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, not interested. Yeah, like yeah. Of all weeks, like this is, you just don't have the ammo to be coming at me to no. this week. Yeah, no. Uh, you know what I saw this week? I saw The Northman. Are you familiar? I watched it. Yeah. So he's beautiful, by the way. He's, he's, he got on the Thor plan because he, he is like his traps, every, yes. every muscle. You can see every goddamn muscle. <laughs> You're the second person to mention his traps. Yes. He's, he was so jacked, so vascular, so gorgeous. I, now, I liked it. I liked the movie. It was a little long, but yes. like I, I saw it with my son, and there, and he's like, it kind of need. They kind of needed to set up what he did at the end, so it wouldn't be. He wouldn't have had as much motivation. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like they, I get they, they had to set up. And I thought, like all the performances were really good, but I didn't realize until they started calling him Hamlet that I was watching Hamlet. Well, he's. I, I didn't I didn't either. I read yeah. I read that yeah, like Hamlet was maybe based off of this. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is um this was like a famous 
uh, Norse mythology thing that right. I didn't know right. about. Right. But um, it was pretty good. But it was pretty good. But I agree. It was like a little bit long. But yeah. I'm on board with anything where revenge is on, revenge. on the table. Who doesn't yeah. like a good revenge story? I love revenge pictures. I love them. Where are you at with the uh, is it the Queen's Gambit, King's Gambit? What, what with that that the, that the woman? chest chick? Yes, it's not really my deal. The eyes she's got her eyes are further apart than Britney Spears. Yeah, I, 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 I think she's a good actress. She's pretty good, but I'm seeing it in a lot of stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I, I think I'm a little creeped out by her. Yeah, a like, little bit. Maybe, I, I don't know, no, I but she's it. a good actress. I, she's she's good. I get it. I like how they like CGI. Every, everyone in it is good. You know who I was? Well, of course, Willem Dafoe, who's always great. Like always best. Yeah, he, he's so he's, weird. He's, 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 so he's, he's like delightfully odd. He's, but, he's, but he's never, you can't, he can't be normal. No, he can't. The he, most normal probably was Platoon, where he was right. kind of playing right. pretty straight. But every other movie, he's bonkers. Yeah, he's such a weirdo. He's so good. I thought Ethan Hawke was good. Yeah, that was his father, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he played the father. But like, it's and that was kind of like I don't like the whole Hamlet aspect of it. Like, we we all agree now. We've with six seven hundred years in the past, we can say that Shakespeare's kind of bullshit, right? No, like, no, come no. on, yes, no, like, in no way, shape, or form do I agree I, with come that. Come on. This, no one stories. can understand what they're saying. No one, no well, one knows what I they're mean, saying. I, I, yeah. E, ye old English is yes. a little tough, yeah. but I'm saying like this dude's stories, the framework has been, have been used for a million things. Like yeah. the fact that he constructed stories that are still adapted today. Like I'm, Hanging in I'm, there. I'm still, I'm still on board with him in, in theory, but I, I, don't, I don't, I don't yeah. sit down and, and go to the show. Although yeah. I did watch the Denzel um Macbeth. Oh right. On Apple. It looked kind of cool, but yeah, I I struggled if you I wasn't watching the screen, I struggled to know what they were talking about. Yeah, you needed subtitles. Cuz yeah. like I get that it's real sing-songy and it's like beautiful, it's lyrical in the way it's written. I am but nobody yeah, nobody can understand what they're what they're saying. Like nobody knows what that shit yeah. is. Yeah. But it looked it, it, like visually I, I it was it was uh one of the Ethan Cohen. It was one of the Cohens directed Denzel. So like you had a a good looking product, whether or not I understood the dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. And and then finally, some the news broke today. I don't like, I need someone to explain this to me. How, how are people interested at all in Tom Brady? He's he just got uh, he got the biggest media, contract right? ever to be a fucking play or analyst because for Fox. Aikman's gone, right? What's that? Aikman's gone. Yeah, Aikman went to ESPN with Joe Buck. Okay, so it'll be whoever the main guy is, Kevin Burkhardt and Tom Brady. After this year, yeah. But I feel like I'm, I feel like people need they live glasses. To see what's going on with Tom Brady because he's such a fucking zero in the personality department. Like he's he right. is a fucking you empty you wouldn't have vessel. Derek you wouldn't have Derek Jeter be the the color guy for that exactly. same reason. Like a, like a of a very famous successful athlete. It just doesn't necessarily translate to anything more than that. 
Right. And, and you see like Tony Romo's good because Tony Romo is a guy with personality. Yes. You know, it's, it's not just that he, I mean, Jim Nance hates his guts because he steps all over his fabricated, <laughs> his pre-made lines, but he's good. It's not, it's not just cause he's explaining the game to you, but it, it's that he has some charisma involved with that. Tom Brady is the, is charisma free. He's a good football player, but he doesn't right. have to talk when he does that. Yeah. I don't, I don't I never get it, but I also don't understand the fact that he's playing this year. So yeah. they're saying nobody can step into that spot. For a year. So if, if yeah. the number one team, I have no idea who they choose. Me either. But if somebody turns out to do a good job and they're like, yeah, we this could work. Right. And they're like, nope, we've already locked in Tom Brady, who's not going to be, he's not going to be good. He's Although, you know be what? terrible. You know who's not good? Troy Aikman's not good. No, he's not. He's not. So they, do, they clearly don't have a problem with zeros. With I that. don't. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. He's, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Drew Brees. He's horrible. He's the best part about him was watching the hairline. Oh, it's great. Yeah, no, it returned. He got, he got a new hairline. He got just like Witten. He got all new hair to be on TV and you're watching a game. He'll go like 45 minutes without saying a word. He just sits there in silence and he's now he's going to be paired with Samanex Tarico, who's like barely audible. He's so fucking dull. This says Jonathan Vilma. He cannot be the number one guy. I think I can't remember, but I think I've seen Vilma in the studio for college football in the past. I think he was decent, but I have no idea about him in games. Right. Um, but I mean, Tarico, yeah, he's he's less fiery than your typical Italian guy. Like no, he, that's true. That's true. <laughs> usually, usually they are they're a little more animated, which is weird. He's you figure you figure being purely Italian, growing up Italian, that he would have more to uh, offer. Uh, okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. I do, I do like the idea though of like walking up to somebody in a number 12 jersey and she's got the hat and everything and just real fired up. They got the like fake six Super Bowl rings and just being like, hey, and handing them a pair of glasses like they live and just being like, take a look now. <laughs> And they look through the glasses and they're like, oh, my fucking God, he's a boring person. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be. be What's going on in sports, buddy? Uh, R.I.P. This is a sad one. Um, 
always sad when somebody goes before their time. One of one of our IPs this week is not so sad. Oh, oh, that's exciting. Not in sports though. No more. You won't smile no more. You won't laugh no more. Yeah. And you won't fuck no more. So dearly to the party, we hope you rest in. Peace. Hope you rest in peace. Um. R.I.P. Ex Michigan State Star Center Adrian Payne. He was 31. He was teammates with Draymond Green. I was just reading about the the like the full account. Um, he got shot. Was, yeah, but he he of course he was in Florida. Um, yeah. He and his girlfriend were called to um, mediate some sort of dispute. So, oh, no. so I think the girl, his girlfriend's friend, wouldn't get beaten up. And this guy, he was like six ten, and the other guy yeah. was five eleven, and he started yeah. like talking in stand your ground rules and just shot him. And he wasn't armed. Oh no! And he's like, oh, I felt threatened by him. And and there's eyewitnesses saying he didn't have, he he wasn't indicating he had anything. He wasn't threatening. He was just saying like, you know, you got to stop this. Oh, that's so sad. He's going to get off. This is why you never go defend well, people. But but he he didn't pull a Zimmerman because there were there were multiple witnesses. witnesses. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that one that one old man that was standing this ground in the movie theater got off in Florida, and he just fucking shot a guy for answering a phone call. That was stand your ground. I think so. Oh my god! Well, I mean, it was in Florida, and he fucking shot a guy, and he was armed, and the other guy wasn't. I don't know; I could be wrong. Yeah, don't quote me on that. But yeah, that's very it, sad. Yeah, it, like he was called to to mediate some sort of situation, which you know, even if he was there for the muscle, he was he was the big dude called on to yeah. be like, yeah, don't let this guy beat the shit out of my friend, type yeah. thing. Yeah, and he got exactly. shot and killed. Um, very sad. Very sad. Um. Rocky scoreboard operator was working through some feelings in their game against the nationals. And this was on the Rocky scoreboard life pro tip. Don't put, put up with anyone who is reckless with your heart. Life will be dramatically better. If you don't pay any mind to any heartbreaker, unless it's the Pat Benatar song or the Mariah Carey song or the Led Zeppelin song. So to sum up song from heart song form heartbreaker. Okay. Real life heartbreaker. Tell him to scram. See, this is this is like the bard right here. This is fucking that's like Shakespeare, completely yeah. unintelligible. Like I, it's not not even in English. I don't even understand oh, what he's I, talking I about. I think it was lovely. I mean, who doesn't like that Pat Benatar song, Heartbreaker? It's okay. I like it's the Led Zeppelin one. Led Zeppelin. I have no idea the Mariah Carey, but I'm guessing it's terrible. No, you know you know it. It's a it's a um But Zeppelin you know song rocks that of course. Yeah. I mean he's not wrong about that, but it's like he's maybe gets like if you really have a message to get out there, maybe get some help from somebody that's actually good at communicating because no one understands what you mean. Crazy person. He's Sorry. sad. He's sad. He got dumped right before the game and it's yeah. not working. Yeah. That um, sad. Somebody else who's sad. Clemson coach Dabo Swinney. Yeah. That His- boy. That boy, his brother was a arrested for distributing child pornography. <sighs> He's, I mean, every time 
somebody gets outed as a chomo like this. I mean, the picture, you look at the picture and you're like, oh, this guy's a fucking child molester. Like he's like, you could see him from space. Like, of course, this guy's guilty. Look at him. Look at the face. Oh, my God. Also, he why is he in a barber chair? What's, yes, that's what I was saying. Like, what? How come in? How come in his mug shot they put the drape on him like he's about to get his bald head shaved? He's he's either getting a bald head shaved or he's getting X-rayed at the dentist. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. He's covered up. Authorities were tipped off after a call from the National Center for Missing Exploited Children began an investigation. Henry Swinney. See, he gets to have a regular name because Dab- Dabo, his name's David, and he's but he goes by Dabo. Henry Swinney allegedly shared and distributed the material through a mega file sharing link. Oh, that's that sounds like child porn per his arrest warrant. Now, what's the I get that you get off on. Well, yeah. I don't get that. You, I don't get that you get off on like I get that you're a deviant. What's the what's the what's sharing? Yeah, what's the motivation to 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 share this stuff with other people? Like you've you've acquired it, okay? You're disgusting. You should be in prison, but no one would know you had it if you weren't giving it to other people. Is it is there like some kind of I guess cuz you cuz then you get some in return, right? Is I that mean, you're trading? But my question for for uh, uh, file sharing po- child molesters is yeah. pretty similar to people handing out the watchtower. Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Like, what does my participation matter to you? You can have your thing. Yeah. Why? Well, why won't you stop knocking? Well, they're required. The um, the Watchtower people, and boy, I I actually do like when they come by because um, it's they have a real fresh face Kenny Loggins Jesus that they that they, <laughs> they worship. Do. The pictures are pretty great on that. I it, I accepted it one time at my friend's house and the yeah. mom like yelled at us. She's like, they're never going to leave us alone yeah, now. You yeah. shouldn't have taken it. They, I feel, I feel so bad for them because they're, they're always dressed so nice and cause that's part of it. Like you have to preach in that religion. So even like, but like you're not prince, even in comfortable, like you're not in sneakers. You're, yeah, you're dress in like shoes. dress shoes and you're, you're, you're walking, you're doing a lot of yeah. walking on the pavement. Yeah, like like Prince was a, a Jehovah's Witness, and Michael Jackson was, and the Williams sisters, I believe. And it's like I'm always kind of like hopeful that they would come to my door. That would be cool. But I do I do like catching up with their with their Jesus because they got a white Jesus that they like, which is cool. He's got like he's got like a um he's got like a haircut, like he's like Jesus going to a job interview or something. He looks so good, but I. I my understanding of their religion is heaven for them is capped. It's oh, it, there's a numbers game there. Yeah, it's like it's like a concert when they're when they're like actually the fire marshal says we got to shut it down. There's too many people here. So in in Jehovah Witness heaven, I think there's like a number, and it's like it's pretty low. It's like seventy five thousand people or something. Well, let's look that up because we don't know what we're talking about. Let's look, <laughs> let's see. So Jeho- Jehovah, that's a word. Oh, oh, it helped me. Jehovah Witness, heaven. Hold on, you heaven know, beliefs. You know, this heaven Google, capacity. This Google, this Google search is like setting off the bat signal. You are going to have the Watchtower people I know. showing up. Well, Mike, I'm in a gated area, 
So they'd have to park outside and walk through so you, the thing. But you could yeah. stand your ground. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred and forty-four thousand. Ed, that's it. Yeah, the anointed based on In their understanding. I know, or, right. or to go. Yeah, no, I think that's to in in some because there hasn't there already been like ten yeah. billion people who have yes. died. Yeah, and so are and they saying only Jehovah Witnesses can get in? Je- Jehovah's Witnesses believe self. Salvation is a gift from God attained by being part of God's organization and putting faith in Jesus ransom sacrifice ransom ransom. I don't know. I've they got do your not be- logins right here. Yeah. 50,000. Yeah. You see, yeah. They do not believe in predestination or eternal security. They believe in different forms of re- resurrection. I mean, I, this is like Shakespeare to me. I don't understand it. I just want to know how many the anointed, Based on their understanding of scriptures, such as Revelation 14, 1, 4, Jehovah's Witnesses believe that exactly 144,000 faithful Christians go to heaven to rule with Christ in the kingdom of God. They, with Jesus, will also perform priestly duties that will bring faithful mankind to perfect health and everlasting love, life. They believe that most of those are already in heaven and that the remnant refers to those remaining alive on earth who will be immediately resurrected to heaven when they die. I remember I was in high school. <sighs> I don't want to give this away. How do I do this? Well, no, it doesn't matter. It's these people don't remember me. I remember I was in high school. We would like all hang out at this one table at lunch or something, or, you know, just like after school, we'd all just kind of like congregate before we went to our sports or went our separate ways. And I remember I was asking my one buddy, I'm like, Hey, how come that one guy is here hanging out with us and he's a cool dude. But when, when we're doing stuff on the weekend, when we're like at the beach or we go to a party or something, he's never there. And they're like, Oh, that's cause he's a Jehovah's witness. And I was like, I felt so bad for him. Like you're not allowed to, his religion kept him from being allowed to do shit. I, I, I was not like close with the kid, but I, yeah. I knew a kid in high school who was very nice. And like, I I knew a little bit about what what the religion was up to in that like no birthday parties, no like no holidays, no there's like a lot of like just capping the fun. So I yeah. hope he's one of that 144,000. Me too. Like if you you give up, like you never get a fucking single Hot Wheel, you're never like, "Hey, my birthday's coming up, maybe I'm going to get a PlayStation." You're ne- you're not getting shit because those things those holidays don't exist for you. So I hope you get eternal life. I mean, it's pretty select group. So yeah, like you're saying, there's already been 10 billion people, you know, like it's, we're not slowing down. There's 7 billion people on the planet right now. 144,000. Like that's smaller than my little, this little town that I live in. That's a tough numbers game you're playing with. (sighs) Really is. It's kind of bullshit of God, by the way. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's, I mean, he should give more signals if we're, we're supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he can, he controls everything. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He could, he could be like, actually open it up, let everybody in here. Right. You know, Ted Bundy can come in like who, all of them. George right. W. Bush, you're welcome. Come on in. Don't Cause. worry about it. Cause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause. Exactly. Yes. It's kind of, that reminds me. And we can move on after this. Stop talking about God. But I post, I posted this to my Insta story because my girlfriend, I gave her like for Christmas, 
I gave her this, a print from, from oh. this artist that she really likes. And she went to get it framed and she had an issue. The framing people fucked up, like whatever they needed, like the, the materials that they needed to frame it were on the ships and they like never oh, knew yeah. no, they never let her know there was a supply chain issue. So she called up and she's like, Hey, where's my thing? And they're like, Oh, where's anyway, it didn't work out. So then she went, she's like, just fucking, you know, never mind. And she went and picked up her thing and left, but they sent her a card and they're like, Hey, really sorry. Here's a gift card to our company. You know, if you ever want to get something framed again, let's try again. You know, we want to do better. It was nice of them, but the guy signed it and his sign off was in his grip. That sounds ominous. Right. Like, so I could, you know, like I could see like in the Lord's name, like that's Jesus. See, right. Like in his grip. Yeah. Is it, is, it, is Jesus giving out hand jobs now? What right. Right. And, well, grip. Like grip? you're, you're supposed to like, he, Jesus is love. You're supposed to like, you're supposed to be gr- holding on to him. If you love he's, something, set it free, not grip it tightly, exactly. strangle it like like Lenny the yeah. rabbits. Yes, like, like King Kong and what's her name, Fay Ray. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Jessica Lang, like what in his grip? And I was I I sent that out, and a couple a couple of people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna start using that in his I, grip." In his grip. Yeah, that's know. scary. Yeah. Um, speaking of scary, Antonio Brown is back in the news. He slammed Colin Kaepernick as a trash QB and questioned his charity work. This this Antonio Brown. I also saw that he's not going to get, he needs ankle surgery and he's not going to get it until someone signs him. So that doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. He should have, he should have just not quit the team he was on last year. Right. He could have gotten that surgery in December. Yeah, he could have said, hey, my ankle hurts, much like Spencer Haywood on Winning Time. Right. I didn't realize, Ed, we talked about Spencer Haywood and his self-circumcision, and I was behind on Winning Time. Yes. And I caught up on it. I I didn't know when we talked about it that Spencer Haywood is played by Avon Barksdale. Yeah, Avon. So (laughs) I I hadn't watched any episodes by then, and now I'm only like two away from finishing it. Me too. I'm, um, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I like it, but yeah. I had a few friends tell me it was great. And I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't know if I can do this because it was like 60% Jerry Buss talking to the camera. I did, <laughs> I did not like it. I was like, this is no good. And then they settled down. Yeah. This Somebody else was telling me that today. They're like, I can't watch it because of the, the fourth wall thing. And I go, I get it, but they don't really do that that much. They, they definitely they almost, do it. They almost don't do it at all. Like they'll just yeah. give a look or something yeah. like a, like a Ferris Bueller look type thing. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just that first episode, which is lazy storytelling. Like you yeah. could, you like, he'd be like, see, Jerry West is a, is an angry guy. And then they'd show a scene where Jerry West was angry. Like you didn't, you didn't yeah. need to do that, but, yeah. but overall it's, it's a good show. It's fun. And yeah, it is good. The they, actor they, they, yeah. that they got for Magic Johnson is great. amazing. And Kareem's good, Isaiah. Too. Kareem's good too. But I mean, Magic is ridiculous. Uh, he's so good. He's like so charming. He's just like the real Magic. Like yeah. he, and he, he looks the part, that. but he, a lot of times they they cast actors that look the part but don't 
just oh, don't wow. have the same charisma. Like yep. he he's got it. He's that guy is great. I and they make him seem real tall, so I had to look it up. He's six three. So which they're is probably like, on like platforms yeah. next to Jerry West type yeah, stuff. They, they say they do camera ch- tricks where they they always shoot from down below to make them look taller. But the magic guy's great. Uh, John C. Riley's amazing. How about Michael Cooper looks like Michael Cooper. He's pretty great. good, but he doesn't have a huge part. Right. He's and good. And then Avon Barksdale is just a great actor. He's really good. And he, of course he's great in that role. <laughs> yes. No, it's yeah. I'm pretty into it. I've just, I've, I've just been catching up on it the last couple of days. I have a couple of episodes left, Yeah, but it's good. Antonio Brown's going to kill himself, right? Like he's, I think that's the end game. Yeah. Um, it's the only thing. But like he's he's just been known to be a dickhead in many ways. Yeah. And it's like, what's what's your angle for shitting on Kaepernick now? Like, is he I just know. trying to go MAGA? Like, what is he doing here? Why would he care? Right. Yeah. Kaepernick's been out of the league for like seven years or something. Like it's like it's it, the, that ship has sailed. Yeah. I don't like know. tear down the guys that are still playing if you got beef with people. Well, he's he's going to try his best to stay nice with Brady in case Brady asks for him again. I, I don't think that's going to happen. He quit last year. I mean, he's got to go somewhere else, right? Wait, was did he quit on the Bucks or he quit on? Yeah, he was on the Bucks. That's the team he quit for? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I'm pretty I, sure. I couldn't remember if he went to a new team and then quit. Yeah. He's he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah, I don't I don't see anybody sign him, especially if if he's it's known that he needs surgery. <laughs> and he has a bad wheel. Like what yeah. oh do you want the headaches and not the performance? That sounds great. Look, look. We got I don't know where he is. And I'm honestly like I would like an alert if I'm too close to him. But wherever Vontez Perfect is right now, mm-hmm. he's he did this to this guy. There's there's a clear line of Antonio Brown being the best receiver in the league and Antonio Brown being an absolutely crazy person. And it's and it's the Vontez perfect over the middle smash helmet to helmet that knocked him unconscious and almost killed him. Like he's never he's never been the same after that. And and I imagine there's a lot of dudes with similar stories that just aren't as famous as Antonio Brown. Right. Because Brown was like, I, I, I don't know for sure, but he was good enough to be like the cover of Madden type good. Like he yeah. was he was the the clear cut star receiver in the league. for Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Katie Nolan said she explained why she was silent for the last half of her first Apple Plus yeah. broadcast because uh, Major League Baseball broadcast because she was checking her Twitter mentions and got in my own head. Yeah. Well, she did. She did ask if the helmet was part of the player. No, I got tagged on the helmet. She, she didn't know whether or not that meant he was out, which is so like, is this, I, I, I know of her because she's had like a couple talk yeah, shows, yeah. but is she like a Dennis Miller type that they want somebody who doesn't know the sport so well? Like, I don't, I do I, just don't know enough about her. I, I don't either. She's, I think she was like a YouTuber. or she was like a, like a, um, a, a vlogger. Okay. Like it, like for SB nation or like one of those websites. Right. And then I think Fox first picked her up and then she went to ESPN and she's kind of like, this is, this is a thing they try to make happen to me. She's like the female Kyle Brandt. Like she's very broad 
she's not she's not especially entertaining or funny but she has a pretty face relatively like relative to other chicks yeah yeah you know i am definitely not in the camp of like hey unless you play the sport you can't right like doris burke i mean doris burke played like high level college basketball but still like i have no problem with women talking or like you know everyone uh, loves doris or some or or just like a guy who didn't play the sport that yes that you know is is good at calling the games or analyzing the games but i never understood and i once i mean he's kind of gone extreme i once upon a time i liked dennis miller but when he went on monday night football i don't want somebody on the air who's going to know less than me and explain less than me and it was so weird and forced and yes. now we get a lot of that. I, yeah, it is weird because I'm like, look, we do this. Like, I'm into things that are entertaining and funny, you know, like I like yeah. that. But when you're watching a game. You just want somebody to describe the game. I mean, that is what that is what Tony Romo will do. He'll explain. Yeah, well, yeah you see the linebacker uh, came up yes. to the line here and he checked to that. Like, because I don't know shit about that. So he's no. going to explain that. Yes. But when Dennis Miller's like. That's like the salmon of Capistrano. Yeah. And you're like, what the yeah. fuck? What? Yeah. what? Yeah. So he went over the middle like he was yeah. D.B. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. He disappeared. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks, Dendo. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. It's a reach. And, it, you know, they've they've tried to make her happen a lot of different ways. And she's probably fine. Just like as a as a vlogger or whatever she was doing yeah. before, you know, like uh, people were she 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 captured an audience, which, you know, most people can't do so good for her, but like, let's, let's not try to elevate somebody that's just doesn't have the chops. It's all about the chops. And, and one of the things she, she said in that, that uh, article, she said, well, I didn't talk cause I was afraid it was going to get fired in my first broadcast. And it's like, well, if you don't talk, that's a pretty good reason to fire you. <laughs> yes. They hired you to talk. That's yes. <laughs> what you're there for you're supposed to talk but maybe like have enough wherewithal to realize that it would sound pretty dumb to completely be unaware of the rules of the game that you're (laughs) employed to call well somebody who's by no means lacking self-awareness papa john schnatter he uh he claims that jerry jones and dan snyder asked him to get roger goodell fired (sighs) I don't know where to go with father John. Like he's, he's kind of entertaining. I mean, hearing that the relationship of that trio that they're, they're all talking. I was thinking my first thought was, well, that tracks those three guys. Like they really seem like the same kind of guy. Yeah. I could, I could definitely see them hanging out. I don't know. Like the Jerry Jones is the one that has the power to get Roger Goodell fired if he wants to. What I don't right. know how Father John plays into the. Yeah, he's going to pull his pizza money. I mean, right. it's not Budweiser money. Right. It's, yeah. It, yeah. It, he doesn't have that power. It, but Jerry Jones, I would guess, is he and like Kraft. Yeah. I mean, there's not there's he's he's in the top three or four most powerful yep. owners. Yep. Yeah. He's like. Roger serves at Jerry's discretion. Like he's probably the one guy with the juice because he leads and those other guys follow, you know, he's the one that makes these deals happen. He's the one that got the, the Rams stadium built, you know, like 
he's he he's the straw that stirs the drink. So if he wants him fired, he could get him fired. Not Papa John. Yeah. He's just a pizza guy and he's not even that anymore. Well, some would argue he, there was never really pizza that he was making. Right, right. He's just the guy in the red shirt every day, in the yeah. red shirt and the and red, red face. You have red face. <laughs> and, the, and the black hair and the in the giant gold statue of eagles mating in his living <laughs> that room. That is so bizarre. I, I, I implore bunker. anyone to uh, to pull up the Jesus and Marrow clip where they analyze his home, and it's yeah. pretty awesome. Oh, that's got to be great, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of Red, the uh, hometown of the Cincinnati Reds, a Cincinnati marathon, I forget, it was called the Flying Pig Marathon. Stop. Uh, an official for that marathon said allowing a six-year-old to run the race was not the best choice. And the parents are like, he really wanted to do it. Yeah. This um, is, remember, remember we looked up one time, Pocket Hercules, Minnie mm-hmm. Arnold. And yeah. Because he was like, he was like a nine-year-old bodybuilder and he was, and he was super jacked and his dad was some kind of like Bulgarian or Eastern European yeah. dude. And it was Eastern Euro. Yeah. And he would take him on news shows and, you know, he'd be he'd be bench pressing both two forty fives at, at nine years old. And he's like, no, he love, he loved to do, he loved to what? do this, is, this. I know make him, I know make him, he loved to do. And then we look, we looked him up on the show and it turns out baby Arnold doesn't have a relationship with that father anymore. And, and he will, he didn't love to work out. He was actually being beaten if he didn't work out enough. And now he's just like a, chubby 20 something with a ponytail <laughs> and he's, I, he's in venice I, beach right yeah yeah something like that and this you know i feel the same about the six-year-old a six-year-old is not i mean if there's one thing we know and i think it was like the kid was running for like eight hours which yeah that's too long i mean if i know six-year-olds it's no. that they're not interested in anything for more than like 20 minutes yeah i mean it's not it's this isn't even there, this isn't even legal. Like you well, the can't make a, should, the parent. I mean, yes, yeah. the race officials should not have an option when you're yeah. that age. But w- the parents, somebody needs to pay a visit. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is you know what this reminds me of is that balloon boy. Oh the, yeah. Like these people are trying to get a reality show out of this, much like the guy in Colorado that said his son was floated away in a homemade hot oh, air balloon. The sun. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is this. These people are bucking for for a reality show out of this. Yeah. The parents of the six year old boy who ran the entire flying pig marathon spoke about the backlash they've been facing from people across the nation. Rainier Crawford, eight hours, 35 minutes. Now, hold on, Ed. I'm going to tell you something right now. What? This is we've talked on the show before about people that cheat at distance events. Yes. They they always like lose their the um, shoe tag that you're supposed to get or like they disable it or they do something just so they can say, hey, I did a I did a um, under four hour marathon or whatever. It's it's a weird like bragging rights thing because nobody gives a fuck that you ran a marathon except for you. It should just be a personal thing. But there's there's this whole subculture of people that cheat at these at these public races i think this fucking kid he's went home 
he was playing a little Madden and the dad's like, okay, let's go. Let's get, you know, get sweaty, run around the house a couple of times. And then the dad dropped him off and he ran like the last 400 yards of it. And they're like, Rainier Crawford, six years old. He did it. This fucking guy didn't do it. He didn't run this race. I mean, eight, eight and a half hours. <laughs> you're not, you're not running much. Like what? No, that's walking. <laughs> What is the point of this? I could walk it much more quickly with my weighted vest. It also reminds me of, I've talked about him on the show and I was an early adopter. I was, I was one of the first people to discover this guy. Now he's blown up. Of course, I'm talking about the liver King. Ed, are you familiar with the liver King? You've you've talked about him. I'm I'm not familiar with him. Well, the liver King, he's this guy in Texas and he's super jacked and very red. And he's like, he's he's one of these guys that lives like a primal lifestyle so he only eats organs and meat and shit and he's and he doesn't you know he goes out in the sun gets the sunlight and he's got all these things and he eats testicles and whatnot get him jacked but once in a while he'll he'll post a video and it'll be liver king and he'll be like oh he'll have the liver family there and he'll point out how his son's they eat testicle too. And you see, you see, especially the wife, you see her take a bite of that, take a bite of that raw liver. And you could tell she's not too happy about it. She's happy about the hundreds of millions that they're making off their supplement line, but she's not super stoked to have to be eating testicle and stuff on video. And the boys, the liver children, I feel are the same way because uh, like they take it to a level. They don't have any mattresses in their house. They sleep on wooden slats because even though they're rich, because that's how the, that's how they, that's how their ancestors did it. Their ancestors didn't have mattresses. Oh, but, that's no, that makes sense. Yeah. But, that, we de- totally reasonable. <laughs> but we developed mattresses. Like we did. Now we have them. So. Well, like, that's, you know, like the Amish, they just yeah. picked a point in time to just yeah, stop. Just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're pissed about it. Like they're not those young Amish. They go do that rum Springer and they get fucked up. It's their, it's their one period that they're allowed to do shit. And I feel like this, this kid and it, cause it's a whole family, five siblings and the parents ran this marathon together. This is a liver King situation. Like this guy, this flying pig marathon guy, he's, he's trying to start some kind of, some kind of uh, social media empire, much like my guy, the liver King. The best thing about the liver King is um, in the comments on his Instagram, I would suggest everybody check it out because, and I'm, I'm a fan. Like I'm not, I'm not meaning to denigrate this guy at all, but he'll be like, yeah, he's like, you know, you got to follow the nine ancestral tenants and you got to eat liver at every um, meal, just like our ancestors. And then in the comments, undoubtedly somebody will be like, where did, um, where did our ancestors get Diana ball? <laughs> he's, he's so, he's just heavily juiced, which I don't, which is fine. I'm cool with that. But he's, he's like, Oh no, this is just clean eating and getting sunshine every day and working out. And he, but he's, he's more, much more juiced than the Northman Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and finally in sports, Lewis Hamilton, uh, got a two race exemption for the jewelry rule, and he showed off that he's a cool rings guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So they made. I I heard about this. They made some rule because he has a nose ring, 
I think because what's the reason for the rule? Is it just anti him? Yeah, I think it's anti him. People, people are like Lewis is coming back to earth because his team can't spend 10 times what every other team can spend anymore. And now he's like not finishing on polls. He's, he's actually, um, or he's not, he's not winning polls and he's not finishing on podiums. And he's, he actually finishes behind his teammate most of the time, I think which it wasn't that way before, but they made some rule because he has a lip ring and a nose ring. And they made some like no jewelry rule. I think it's kind of like when what is Alan that? Iverson would show up when he'd be injured yeah. and he'd show up to the game. Ring? What's that? So it's race or like uh cultural related. Like what? Yeah. It has nothing to do with car racing. I know, well, but it's, yeah, I don't, I don't, so Someone should explain it to us because I, I don't really know the reason, but I think they did make the rule. And so then he showed to protest. He showed up to the press conference with three watches on like 10 chains and a whole bunch of rings, like more rings than Tom Brady. He's got he's got rings on it, multiple rings on every finger because of because of that rule. Seven time world champion Lewis Hamilton will race Sunday Grand Prix. Race director issued a reminder to all teams and officials that wearing body piercing and body piercings and metal neck chains was prohibited during competition for safety reasons and could be checked. Look, I mean, if you if you hit a wall going 180 miles an hour, I don't think the the nose rings going to be the difference. Yeah, like what's like the the great Ayrton Senna. When he lost his life, it wasn't a nose ring that took him. It was a piece of the suspension going through his helmet. Like that's like, that's, what's going to kill you. I, I think this seems punitive and honestly it's, you know, I'm not an expert, but it, it seems a little racist to me. Like yeah. The one black guy is the guy with the nose ring. And you're like, actually no nose rings. Meanwhile, no yeah, one has a fucking nose ring except for the one black driver that you have. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I'm the last, you know, I'm not a huge Lewis Hamilton fan, but still. Okay, Ed, let's do some emails. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Or voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit, 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 shit. He's back. Okay. Couple voicemails here. 
Hey, Brian and Ed, it's uh, Drew from Houston. I'm, I'm driving back from Austin, and uh, I was catching up on the uh, current episode, and uh, I was going to give you guys some insight on why the Masters, I think that it's become such a big deal. And I think it's- we had some questions. Ed had some questions last week about the popularity of the Masters and why why middle-aged white guys love that tournament the most of the majors. And I, I really couldn't answer it other than it's at the same place every time. So this Drew, who's our golf correspondent, along with Darbo, Darby and the OC, those are our two, I would say there are two golf correspondents here. It's Drew, he's got some answers. It boils down to like white guy, aspirational, white supremacy, Southern, uh, basically a bunch of horse shit. If it, I think it's like a, it's like, hey, son, one day you're going to grow up, uh, and if you're good enough and you make enough money and you're white enough and exclusive enough, you too can, you know, enjoy such fine things in the South as Augusta National Golf Club. Yeah. I think that's how it became such a big deal. And then, of course, with the advent of the modern golf telecast, it's a beautiful production um, in the past. And then, you know, it's springtime and all that. But deep, deep inside of all of that, is like a Disney World, Main Street, like kind of curated crap that uh, that just old white guys love. And I think, and it's been especially with golf and before Tiger and and when it was just like really exclusive and and you know kind of out of everybody's. It is real off putting when they show the when they show the highlights. Like before, you could bring your own caddy. Oh, yeah. You had to use their caddies, and it's like yeah. it's kind of uncomfortable. It's I, you know, I wasn't paying attention back to golf. And, till and I mean, I I'm saying like my my point from last week is my dad is not a golf watcher, but he watches the Masters every year. Right. I, I'm just baffled right. by it. Like I don't, I just. I see lots of beautiful golf courses and I never, yeah. I just never understood why this one, like, is it more difficult or is there something that is different? But he's kind of just saying what we were speculating. Right. And I think cause it's the first major that too, those guys okay. get real like Kentucky Derby versus right. Belmont kind right. of thing. Right. Exactly. That, you know, speaking of that, like they play the, they play the British open, the open, they call it. Yeah. And the fucking, does nothing but rain over there. And oftentimes it's, it's raining like the whole super windy and rainy, yeah, right? Super windy and shitty and rainy. And the fucking golf course is always brown. <laughs> Meanwhile, you come here, you go to Palm Springs and it never rains. It's the fucking desert. It's 90 degrees and it's just nothing but lush green beautiful golf courses well like how a come lot of water they're using a lot of water no it's a lot yeah it's really <laughs> we can't so somebody we can't should worry look about into that. there because no. they're, they're oh. siphoning off lots of water how about all those bodies that they're all the oh, barrels yeah. they're finding in lake in lake mead yeah 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 and i saw like, one they're like oh yeah we can date by this carpeting that it was from 1961 and stuff yeah like lake mead bodies Second set of human remains found in Lake Mead. <laughs> oh, bodies surfacing in Lake Mead recall mobs time in Las Vegas. Oh, you mean now? You mean today? 
Uh, oh, the good old days where there yeah. were bad guys. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas is being flooded with lore about organized crime after a second set of human remains emerged within a week from the depths of a drought-stricken Colorado reser- River Reservoir. Just a 30-minute drive from the notoriously mob-founded Strip. There's no telling what we'll find in Lake Mead. <laughs> I know, it's great. They're going to catch, like, they're going to pull these bodies out of these barrels, and they're going to figure out who killed them, and they're going to go fucking get some old guys. This is like this is like when they found that, um, what they call that guy? The, um, the, the, oh, the California... Oh no, he's good too. Yeah, the um the Golden State Killer. No, I was thinking of the but that's a good example. I was thinking of the um the concentration camp guard that they found oh, yeah. 90 years old in Hawaii or uh, Ohio. And they, and they they just they just yeah. sent him off to jail. Yeah. yeah, they're like, "Sorry, buddy." Like this is You thought you gotta have got out of this you. one. We got yeah. yeah. We got They'll get you. Eventually they're going to get you. Yes. You know that's that's why that uh, John Ham's girlfriend and the the, uh, the um, Alabama escapee, she just she just turned the gun on herself. She's like, oh no, they got me. I'm out of here. Uh, oh yeah, first... Ham Ham is still alive though. Yeah, yeah, he lived. Did you know he was six nine? Oh my goodness! No wonder they. You know, I mean, how are you going to hide when you're that tall? Right. <laughs> always notice a tall guy okay thanks for that drew here's another voicemail hello brian hello ed oh my god hey guys i've been listening oh my god is this that real scary guy again (laughs) i think he's he's laying it on the uh give me the chills he's doing the jigsaw oh my god guys i have a cold in the wall I think the show's starting to pass me, man. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. But a couple, maybe a month ago, you were talking about NFTs and apes. And I'm just like, man, did I fall off the matrix? What the hell are they talking about? Well, we were talking about how we didn't understand that shit. And you'll be glad to know that NFTs lost like 92% of their value last week. So, <laughs> yeah. It turns out that the people that were driving up the prices, it was like the person would put the NFT up and then buy it from themselves. To drive yeah. up the price, which isn't even allowed on eBay. Like eBay figured that out in the fucking first days of eBay. But these NFT dorks are like, oh, I must I better pay three million dollars for Jack Dorsey's first tweet. Uh, and then two weeks ago, or was it last week? He spent an hour talking about some guy named Lou Vega. It's like I had to Google him and I. Oh, no, that's on you, buddy. And he was Vega. huge like 25 years ago, or 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> it's not like he's new it's not like we're talking about doja cat over here or jack harlow this was the whoop there it is of 98 or whatever yes you know the banger big song unbelievable like he's he's talking about us like like he's agreeing with what we're saying here right we're we're the youngsters yeah it was a real song i didn't know i thought it was a commercial jingle for wine coolers or something but yeah, you guys spent an hour talking about that dude and how big his dick was and shit. And I'm just like, what the? We hell? never talked about Lou Bega's dick. Oh, yeah. Did I, we? I think we did. First yeah, we his did. feet, then his Somebody feet. asked. We're answering questions here. <laughs> you guys asked for the content. That's right. Oh, man. What is going on? Maybe I'll keep it short. You were talking about Gilbert Godfrey a couple weeks ago. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Great comedian. One of a kind. 
great, great stand-up guy. But one thing I will say that you forgot to mention about old Gilbert Godfrey, probably the world's loudest comer in the history of time. Thanks, guys. I'll hang up and listen. Bye. Who's that loud comer? See, I don't, I don't picture, I picture Gilbert Godfrey being a, a very subdued. Yeah, I, I would think meek. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a little guy. His, he was, he had a loud voice in his act. Yeah. But I, he, I, yeah, I think his outside of the stage, I, I imagine him to be quiet. Yeah. I, I can't, I wouldn't imagine him busting nuts loudly at all i would i would almost say he would have no volume whatsoever <laughs> he's not really a sexual being I, it's hard to picture like he had children i mean I'm, you know obviously we're trying to be respectful of the man who's passed he was legend yes so i'm not trying to make fun of him but i didn't i was i was stunned that he had a family i i watched the, that documentary on him it was it was good um, a couple of years ago. So I guess that's why I knew I'd have to, I might have to check that out. It talked about how like he was as cheap as they said, like he had suitcases yeah. below his bed full of um, hotel shampoos and stuff like that. Oh, I heard about this. He had, when he moved in, I think in his wife and his, her eulogy was like, when we finally moved in together, he had a room in his apartment filled with those little soaps hotel soaps that he could that he couldn't part with <laughs> quirky dude to say the least yeah, he was an original yeah okay email yo b who you scooping casey anthony or amber heard i i mean this amber heard we'll probably talk more about her later i mean she's a model she's beautiful casey anthony's got closer together eyes than me She's and she murdered a baby like Amber Heard is just crazy. Casey Anthony drugged her own daughter to death. Like that's I can't abide No, (laughs) You know, like I. Yes. Also, I mean, yeah, Yeah. I I I don't really like doing that. And this was your question, but I'm not a big scoop game. But at the same time, Amber Heard like became famous originally because she was beautiful. Yeah, she. She she corralled Johnny Depp. Do you think do you think Johnny Depp is just he 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 just throws it out to anybody? Johnny Depp, his 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 roster is just a top level roster with Kate Moss, Winona Ryder, like they're yeah. all there. He was married to a French model for many years. Like Amber Heard, while nuts. Is is obviously the one you scoop in that situation. Okay, here's another one. Fast Eddie. Who you peeping? Shh. Hold on. I'll fix my bag. Who you peeping? Johnny Depp or Bag? Baby's choice. It's the choice I made. Baby's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Let me take a guess here. It's for you. I'm you. Who who am I peeping? Now, Johnny Depp, of course, you do maybe the greatest Johnny Depp impression I've ever heard. So it's like there is some sort of homage there. But also, and we did an episode. I wish I remember what episode it was. Somebody should search. Go back and look. 
I hosted an episode of this show with the two foremost, the world's foremost 90210 experts, Ed Daly and Travis Rogers. I got to think you walk up to a urinal and you see David Silver, Brian Austin Green at a urinal. You don't even notice Johnny Depp is in the same bathroom as you. You're going right to what bag is working with and what he was able to take Donna Martin's virginity with. Am I right? I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. Of course. Sorry. That's exactly, of course, of course. but that's exactly what I would do. Yes. I mean, this guy, this guy, Vanessa yes. Marcel, he's, yes. he's, he's, he's has a good track record and yes. he's, he's pretty dreamy. And, yeah. uh, and I'm a big 90210 guy. Like this is, this is no question for me. He, he grew up to be gorgeous. He was the dork of the show. He was right. looking up to Sanders. Sanders was like, get away from me, loser. I'm driving a Corvette to high school and with my receding hairline. And, and meanwhile, Bag, he's wearing glasses. He's trying to be a DJ. He's got his, his buddy. What's his buddy's name that killed himself? Oh, Scott Scanlon. Scott Scanlon. Who wore who wore his Lakers hat above his hair on his yeah, head, which is probably pretty why he much, himself. You pretty much just saw the brim, the underside of the brim. You couldn't yeah, you, you couldn't see the Lakers part. It was it was so high on the head. Bag was the loser. Meanwhile, the show ends. Brandon stays five seven. Yeah. He, uh, Ian Zeering, Steve Sanders, he's he graduates high school in his late fifties. AARP. Yes. Bag usurps them all. He becomes the yeah. most beautiful. He becomes the real heartthrob of the show. Of course, you're looking at Bag's dick. Of course. And to both of you, Anthony Kiedis, Fairfax High School alum. How fucking rich is this guy? How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Ed Daly, the lead singer, and singer, I do in air quotes, Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What what kind of numbers this guy got? He's so, uh, He's got to be very wealthy. Just a couple of weeks ago, I learned something about Kiedis that it was news to me. His dad was the drug dealer in the beginning of Lethal Weapon at the Christmas tree lot who like takes somebody hostage or something. Yeah, his his dad was like a like a Hollywood scenester, like, you know, B-movie actor extra. And I think that's how Anthony Kiedis I th- did he bone share or he got babysat by share or his dad was bone and share. He had some run in with share as a young man, but yeah, his dad, Blackie, his dad was called yeah. Blackie something. Yeah. So we were yeah. at this bar outside and whatever sporting event stopped and lethal weapon just started. And, yeah. uh, and like you see in the opening scene and he's like, Hey, that's Anthony Kiedis, his dad. Yeah. And I looked it up. I was like, wow. So anyway, Yes. That has nothing to do with the question. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's, I'm always confused by bands, like how right. much do they split the money versus like solo artists, it, art, artists, you can like really kind of figure out you and yeah. I, I don't know how much is split, but I, at the same time, they have been 
famous. And Long even time. even though I don't I can't imagine that their albums are like super popular these days, they still I always hear of them touring. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say he's worth I'm gonna say he's worth sixty. You're pretty close if you wanted to bid about a hundred million dollars low because according to celebritynetworth.com, which is never wrong, Anthony Kiedis's net worth is somewhere in the neighborhood of $155 million. That that makes sense. I I, I just was trying to divide like, but yeah, yeah it, it, they, they've made so much money and they still yeah. tore a lot and that's where yeah. you can make money. Yeah, he's yeah, and they and they sold records when selling records still got you rich. So yeah. they sold a lot. They sold eighty when million the, um, records when uh, Foo Fighters drummer died. I yep. saw a clip and they're like, "Here, they're honoring Taylor, uh, whatever I forget Hawkins, Hawkins." Yeah. And the clip was from a concert, and it was a huge concert. Yeah, and I was yeah. thinking, like, man, these guys are still just just cashing checks. Oh, big time. Big yeah. time. Yeah. This and apparently this is and this is very popular these days. In May, just last year, May 2021, one year ago, the Red Hot Chili Peppers sold their music catalog, their back catalog. Oh yeah. For $140 million. Wow. Yeah. Give yeah, it away. I, I, give it away. Give it give it to me now. Yeah. Like I, I saw Bruce did that. And it's like, yeah. I mean, when you, Bowie when you, did it. When you get up there, what are you what are you doing with it? And a lot of those deals are, it's like, we'll sell you our catalog for like 10 years, you know, like it'll, it'll come or, or we'll sell you 51% of our catalog. So it's like you control it. But when you sell, when you license the songs, we still get the money plus whatever you gave us. So it's like, it's pretty sweet. If you're one of these guys that sold a lot of records, like, you know, who got none of it. Um, I remember reading that John Fogarty, got cleaned oh, out had did. none of the rights yep. for anything and that dude yep. run wrote a ton of songs he did he did yeah that's i read that same thing so that's why he's like every summer he's out like playing state fairs and has yeah. been singing center field time. yeah yeah he got because he got fucked on some bad deal with some manager where <laughs> he didn't realize it but he gave away all his publishing frank frank zappa always said always keep your publishing and john Fogarty did not Smokey Robinson lost his in the divorce. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How is that possible? So like he, I mean, Smokey Robinson wrote, uh, it was like him and Marvin Gaye wrote yeah. all yeah. the Motown stuff. Yep. And yeah, he didn't, he didn't know shit. Yeah. Marvin Gaye was destitute when his old man capped him. I think that was mostly from crack though. Mm. Hello, hello, Brian, Ed and Baller Nation. I know this is a little late, but I've been shockingly busy the past couple months. Been meaning to fill you and the listeners in on a little adventure that I had over spring break in March. This reads like a um, it's penthouse forum. I, I am a father of two high school daughters. Oh, I spoke too soon. One is a graduating senior and the other is a sophomore. We live in an area of Houston where most kids from the surrounding neighborhoods attend a select group of private high schools. I mean, this could be a movie script. These prep schools are full of your typical whitewashed, 
upper crust students from families of certain means and privilege. This group is straight from central casting. There is an unofficial tradition amongst these private schools that over spring break, many students make a senior trip to the Bahamas. Are you kidding me? Chaperoned by parents who organize the whole deal. My daughter asked if we would send her and we had no problem. She's a great kid and deserved the trip to hang with all her friends. Surprisingly, she and her friends asked me if I would be willing to come to the trip to try to keep an eye on things and just be on the property in case shit went sideways. I'd say no to that. I, I don't want to be involved. I agreed. Bahamas legal age is 18, so they will be drinking and gambling and partying. I am cool I with see from a, a yeah, little concerned like that's yeah. it is you know they're 18 but it's yeah, yeah they're they're kids so I, I don't i could see the concern of like not really wanting to let your kid just go in that environment yeah. like as a kid i have a kid that's almost 18 like i as a kid i would be into this as a parent no. i don't think i could sign off like this is just not yeah, I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm, yeah. I, yeah, I get the whole like 18, you're an adult, but yeah. you're still living at home. So you're still the kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not you're not paying your own rent at that if you're in high school. Yes, totally. Uh, my, I'm cool with all this. Their group doesn't get too sloppy. And I guess it's part of it is tr- trusting your kids. You know, like if you know what kind of kid you have and you know that the the there's not going to be so much enticement for them to get nuts. Yeah, maybe he's thinking more, not so much his kid, but the Vandersloots out there. Right, right. Well, yeah, that's the first thing I thought. My wife could not make the trip, so I'm going to be rolling solo. Oh, this is a part where he's like, the chambermaid came to my room and <laughs> yeah. she was making eyes at me. And before I knew it. She asked how many towels. Yeah. She, yeah. Before I knew she, it. She had me in her mouth. Uh, the The resort is the Baja Mar, which has three hotels on the compound, all connected to a casino with pools and restaurants. It's basically Vegas. Our kids are in one hotel and I'm in another. Kids arrived earlier than me on a private jet. One of her friend's dad is an oil guy and offered the G4 for 12 of them. Are you fucking kidding? Jesus. It's another world. I slid in on Delta in coach. Not exactly baller. I give my kid my room number, blah, blah, blah. I start hanging with a few others. Dads I knew and cocktails are flowing. Music is playing. Dance force back. Kids are having a great time. What stands out, though, is how good of a time the moms are having. See, this is what I'm interested in. Full midlife shit show. Out of control even. Oh, yeah, no, this happens. These moms get on the wine. They get all together and they get on the wine and shit gets nuts. Mid to late 40s, rich white women, fresh cosmetic procedures, and they probably haven't had a carb since the Obama administration. I leave the party and head to the casino, win a little, drink more, and call it an early night. I wake up the next morning to a text from a neighbor who isn't even on the trip asking if I heard what happened. Divorced mom seduced one of the senior boys. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm sure he was willing. Started on the dance floor and in the elevator and ended in her room. There may be a video on Snap. Send it over, buddy. Likely. Holy shit, this is Brazzers. I think we get the point. Young kids. Young kids. The moms. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a different world. Like, this is... This is not my world that I yeah. know of. 
Yes. I would. I wonder, Drew, if you would consider adopting me. I mean, I, th- I think we're probably about the same age, so that might be kind of awkward. But if, you know, if you got some room on the property and you need another son, I'm very helpful around the house. And I would like to experience this life because I never have. Ed, let's talk some non-sports stories. Well, it's time, it's time for non-sports, non-sports segment, segment, on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Non-sports, 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 non-sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Non-sports, non-sports, non-sports segment. Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not... In fact, sports. We've got uh, five RIPs and one death. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. You won't laugh no more. You won't smile no more. You won't laugh no more. And you won't fuck no more. So dearly departed, we hope you rest in peace. Ed, who did we lose this week? We lost uh, David Burney, the star. And I, so what we would probably know him as the ex-husband of Meredith Baxter Burney. But but I read he was the star of a controversial sitcom in the 70s. I was like, what was going on? Controversial. And it was because it was a sitcom about a relationship between a Jew and a Gentile. And that was the <laughs> controversy. I was like, Jesus, 70s. Well, you're living that. <laughs> like, was it so controversial back then? That was the headline, controversial sitcom. I was like, what? Crazy. I mean, what a world. But he was 83. But Didn't yeah. Meredith Baxter Bernie go les? Yes, she did. But, yeah. But I, I don't know. She might have been the star of, she might have been with him in yeah. that sitcom yeah i don't know i only knew her as mrs keaton but that's right but uh anyway he died yeah. he was 83 Th- yeah they divorced in 89 so he got a piece of that he got the he got the residuals part of the residuals in perpetuity um george r.i.p george perez he was a comic book writer and artist he was 67 uh i i only know that a lot of people were talking about how important he was to Wonder Woman and yeah. something like that, but he was famous. Yeah, wasn't in the comics, still not. Um, R.I.P. Kenneth Welsh, Twin Peaks actor, 80. Never watched that show. Twin Peaks. But, Twin uh, Peaks. I he, he, uh, I think he was, he might have been like New Zealand or something. I don't know. He was, he was once. not American. Oh, yeah. I kind of recognize him. I once saw Sherilyn Fenn at a, at a hotel bar in Palm Springs, and I felt like we had a little energy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. A great character actor, R.P. Mike Haggerty, 67 years old. You might know him from Overboard. He was on His he, World. Yeah, he was great. He was just like, He's great. he was the heavy mustache, like gruff yeah. talking dude. He was great. Everybody knows him. He was 67 this week. <laughs> which when he died that is crazy yeah so you're yeah. telling me he was he was like in his 30s and overboard yeah. like yeah. mid 30s 
Yeah, and Wayne's World. Yeah, he was like in his late 30s, early 40s in, in Wayne's World. Wow. Um, a YouTuber died named Kevin Samuels, oh. who was known for misogynistic advice. He was 56. We should play. We should find one of his videos because he was very funny. Do we... Did, did he do we know if Kevin Samuels took his own life? I I don't know. I, I mean oh. I just don't think the the world is worse off with him <laughs> What he was <laughs> I but he was clearly doing a character, right? Like Yeah, it's not he, really a a beneficial like was he entertaining? I, I was yes. reading I was reading some of the stuff and I was thinking like that's not funny. He he was like he was like a shit poster. He he would like give he would like give advice and well hold on let's 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 play. I don't have a clip ready. Let's just play a clip and see and see let the listeners decide. He's an, he's an image consultant, so people would say, "Hey, Kevin, like can you can you give me some advice on my image? Like help me help me Spruce it up here. This is just like his sizzle reel. Hold on, hold on. I want to find one because uh, my ex still pays my bills. <laughs> the problem is these are all super long. Uh, I'll let you know when we're ready to go live. Uh, but this is, I just assume this is like, this is like high art, right? Like he's not, he doesn't mean to be serious, right? Or does he? Well, I read, so we I read one out. take that said it, he kind of was like, it wasn't a comedy bit. That's the oh. thing. I don't, <laughs> That's I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know how it can't be, but uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we'll find some clips and play them next week. I didn't realize we we're going to talk about him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, an R.I.P. Spinal Tap drummer Rick Parnell, aka Mick Shrimpton, he was seventy. Well, hold on. Well, I know the, the drummer death, always dies. Yeah, cause of death was uh, spontaneous combustion. Yeah, combustion. I think. yeah. So they they had like one regular. Uh, he drummer? was the, he was the one who lasted after some had died, right, and they right. lasted. But then I think he combusted at the end of the movie. But. Yeah. Then they would sometimes like play actual music shows. Right. Yeah. And uh and he was he was the guy. R.I.P. I would I don't know how you'd do this anymore, but back in the day I had the spinal tap DVD. Yeah. And if you played it with the director's commentary, it was all the guys in character <laughs> talking about it like it was a real documentary talking yes talking about the movie and they're talking about how the manager ripped him off and they're oh he's a cunt look at this cut like it was it's like so high art it's like it's impossible to comprehend because they're they're it's like it's real and they're talking shit on the actual people in the movie i don't know i'm sure you could you could find it with that with that commentary because it's really the only way to watch it it's amazing That's, that sounds good R.I.P. Rick Parnell. Um, there was the uh, the essentially the rebuttal of the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard, and I was reading like Depp called for this to be televised. Like he want he yeah. thought this was good for him. I, guess. I think it is. I think it has been good for him because Not she good. like. Well, yeah, he doesn't look well. I mean, we did find out that he had a real issue. 
with James Franco. <laughs> James Franco. Oh, son of was, a bitch. <laughs> oh, Johnny Jeff joins us. We learned this week, Johnny, that Amber Heard, while betrothed to you, was probably throwing it around to to a younger, up and coming Johnny Depp type, James Franco. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I thought Franco was uh, was really just just fucking his acting students. I didn't realize he <laughs> wanted to move in on my woman. Well, I mean, she could have used some acting lessons, don't you think? Maybe. Come Maybe on, was come on, Franco. Just go to the Chateau Marmont, and I'm sure Lindsay Lohan would suck your dick in a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, that couldn't that couldn't have felt good. It hurt. It, it stung. It, it stung a little bit. <laughs> I mean. I'm hoping um, maybe to get revenge, I'll get the uh, role in Pineapple Express 2. Oh, yes. Well, yes, because James Franco has been actually canceled now. I don't think he he's going to work. And, uh, this this yeah. trials uh, really made me look great. So, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you're coming back. You're yeah, on, you're on the way up. Speaking of that, Johnny, one of the one of the more damning parts of Amber Heard's testimony for a lot of people. And I, I just find this hard to believe. That she's she's mentioned throughout this trial how much you loved cocaine and that you had that little box for cocaine and that you would often have a jar of cocaine on the on the table and there was just cocaine everywhere. But then she also, in a bit of a contradiction, said she came home one time and you needed cocaine so bad that you you thought she was hiding it from you and you decided you needed to do a full body cavity search, which is kind of hot. What, what what happened there? Um, you know, I was I was watching TV and um, I was watching a commercial, and they said uh, nine out of ten dentists recommend a cavity search. So, so I was just I was just following advice, no, 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 no. normal advice. No, 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 den- no dentist recommends a cavity search. Yeah, uh, no, rest. I, I no, rest no, as you know, fights cavities. I was just <laughs> checking for cavities. <laughs> um, I, it's my understanding. So you guys had dueling, you guys had dueling expert witnesses, and you, while your expert witness was celebrated, Amber Heard's expert witness the psychologist that she brought on the stand to say that she was, did not have histrionic personality disorder and that she was just fine her 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 yelp page has been destroyed how, how do you feel about that well i i got my terry shivo army on them and uh i'm glad i'm glad they're they're doing their justice for johnny uh rallies um but uh i i would say i i googled um on WebMD, um, yeah. w- how how to find cocaine, and uh, <laughs> yes, it, it came back that uh, it was uh, it's supposed to be consumed um, by fine actors, and so I feel I feel pretty Uh-oh. good. I I think okay. I read that. I mean, it was I had just hung out with Marilyn Manson, so I'm not sure if I was on WebMD, but uh, hey, but right. I, I believe that's what it said. It said fine actors use cocaine. Wow. Interesting. Who knew? Amber. Amber Heard also said you penetrated her with a. 
with some sort of a liquor bottle. That can't be true, Johnny. That's not your. I that's mean, not your cup of tea. Yeah. Well, listen. The only thing better than a fine wine that's true, in the yeah. southern region of France, France, yeah, is a, is ingesting a fine wine through your lower body. Yeah, <laughs> from the southern region region of France. Oh, interesting. Yes, I've heard my buddy Paul told me he likes to. That's how he likes to have his vodka. Is via a butt chug. Well, what's yes? Let's not be gauche. <laughs> oh, sorry, pardon. We, yes, I, we were merely having intercourse with yes. fine wine. Oh, that's good. That's good. Now, this no one could have expected this trial to go on so long and gather so much, garner so much media attention. Johnny, where do where do you see it going from here? Is this? Are you well, eager to get back to your life? How, what kind of verdicts do you expect? I think I think um, obviously the 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 verdict will go my way, and then there'll be a ticker tape parade, and then they'll just lead me right to the set of Pirates of the Caribbean eight. Yeah, and then uh, and then I'm back on top, and uh, probably I'll have a quiet dinner that night with my good buddies. Uh, Peter DeLuise and Harry Aoki. Possibly. You mean Dustin, you mean Dustin Wynn? The, the uh, character's name is Harry Aoki. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a method actor. He, he stays in character of Harry oh, Aoki. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Grico, I'm not sure if he's allowed to come because I believe he's on the no-fly list. So I don't oh, yeah. think he can make it there. He did. He did have an issue with, with. He'd had a few vodka crans and he and he and he did a um, do you know who I am situation when. Well, barred nobody, from boarding a flight. Nobody knows who he is anymore. That's right. That's right. No, it's no one does. Uh, okay, Johnny, we wish you the best. Good luck to you. You're a fantastic guest and and such an icon and a talent. Here, here's to Nick of Time Two being greenlit soon. Uh, oh, a, it's back. A vegan who drinks his urine daily swears it's the quote secret to eternal youth, and I want everyone to Google a picture of this guy and tell me what's going on with that urine color. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. You with some movies and shows and others Top podcast man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot shit so hot man you know the shit's on top top podcast man it really hits the spot listen up you players and shot callers tbls the lifestyle's baller and you know the show is so flawless tbls the lifestyle's baller listen up you players and shot callers tbls the lifestyle's baller and you know the show is for all us tbls